Need more energy throughout the day? Looking for a kick to your workout? RockinThatIDLife.com has you covered with delicious flavors you've grown to love in tropical fruit and mixed berry, but now fall in love with the new fruit punch and orange flavors. Try them all at RockinThatIDLife.com. Realtor Mike Burgoyne with Real Brokerage LLC makes the moving process easier. Work with a realtor who plays and studies the game and will work as hard as the boys on the ice to get you the best deal. Check out Mike on the web at strikewithmike.com and jumpstart your move today. That's strikewithmike.com. This is the infamous Kurt Price with Let's Go Blues Radio. Wow, the infamous? And you're listening to the LGB Radio Summer Series. Now here's the infamous Jeff Ponder. Infamous? To discuss your picks for the all-time St. Louis Blues team. Infamous is, is when you're more than famous. This is Let's Go Blues Radio, and I'm your host, Jeff Ponder. Thanks for tuning in this week, and we're entering episode 13 of season 12. Uh, remember that support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by RockinThatIDLife.com, where we help you make every workout, every meal count, do life better. And by Mike Burgoyne of Real Brokerage Realty. Use StrikeWithMike.com to search properties in your area and to contact Mike, who will help put you in your dream home or sell your current home. And by Center Ice Brewery, which serves St. Louis with flavorful hockey-themed beer, Find your new favorite brew at local grocery and liquor stores throughout the St. Louis area. This is franchise episode number 422 all time. And uh, we are not coming to you live tonight, as you can probably tell just by the way this open is going. Uh, We are coming to you pre-recorded as I am currently on vacation. Uh, I'm, uh, well, uh, at the time of this, I will be in Charlotte, hopefully, North Carolina, and uh, then I'll be traveling to Myrtle Beach. Uh, so for the next week, I will be in the Carolinas, which I've never been to either. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Looking forward to it. But uh, so, yeah, when this airs, I should be in Charlotte. Um, but uh, we went ahead and went ahead, uh, wanted to go ahead and get the reveals done for our first two centers uh, for the all-time team. And uh, last, well, the last time the Blues did this, the 35th year, uh, anniversary team. It was Bernie Federico and Adam Oates. So stay tuned to see if they kept their spots, if they moved, if they've shuffled, uh, if somebody else completely took them over. We'll see. Uh, so we'll reveal the first two today. And then, uh, next week, hopefully we will reveal, uh, numbers three and four for center. Uh, so, uh, before we get into that though, uh, just some notes that I wanted to touch on. Um, first of all, did you know that you could vote for the Blues Hall of Fame class of 2024 on the Blues website right now? Uh, you could apparently do it now through July 31st. 
Uh, there's a plethora of players on there that let you choose from. They also offer a write-in vote. Um, this was news to me. I, uh, I think it was Strickland, uh, actually posted this. Well, time of this recording, it was yesterday, but I believe it was Monday the 24th. Um, about, you know, here's his list of who he thinks belongs. And I'm thinking, uh, what? And uh, I looked and I went to the website and that's what I saw. Um, maybe I just haven't been pay- paying attention to blue social media, but, um, this has gone under the radar for me. So, uh, get on there. If you're listening to this before July 31st, get on there and vote for who you think belongs in the class of 2024 for the Blues Hall of Fame. Again, hopefully we'll have a physical site for this eventually, but right now I think it all just lives online. But uh, yeah, interesting. I didn't know that was going on. So uh, hopefully hopefully this isn't the first you're hearing of it. It probably is if I hadn't heard it before, uh, you know, because I try to stay in tune with it for this show. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a shock to me. Uh, so again, we are going to get to the Blues all-time team reveal. I am joined by producer Austin as we reveal the first two spots. Um, see if there's any surprises coming. So uh, stay tuned for that as we are going to hit a commercial break here. You're going to hear from our wonderful sponsors. You are listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. And when we get back, we will have your first two centers of the Blues all-time team. We'll return after these messages. Every beer league hockey night, I grab my hockey bag and sticks and throw them in the trunk of my car. And the very next thing I do, I mix up a boost of energy courtesy of RockinThatIDLife.com. It's formulated to break up its delivery in three ways, which helps me get through all three periods of hockey. Phase one provides a rapid onset of energy, concentration, alertness, and motivation. By period two, I'm receiving a dose of sustained energy, increased focus, metabolism, cognitive function, performance, and feeling of well-being, which I need with the way I play. In Phase 3, I'm getting fatigue protection without jitters and crash, an elevated mood and a reduction of fluid retention to help me make the big play when it counts. This same triphasic approach helps me when I drink it during work hours or simply just for a pick-me-up when I need it. Try one of the four energy flavors by visiting rockinthatidlife.com, but make sure to email Dustin at rockinthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you to receive an additional 10% off your order. That's rockinthatidlife.com. Center Ice Brewery is a beer lover's dream for hockey fans. Based in St. Louis, Missouri, owner Steve Albers has been brewing hockey-themed favorites for thirsty sports fans since 2017. From the Beauty IPA to the Old Arena Lager, a cold, frosty, hockey-themed beer is just what the doctor ordered for hockey fans in St. Louis. Make sure to check your local beer store for Center Ice Brewery beer today. LGB, let's go beer. During the magical 2019 playoff run, I was in the midst of buying my current home. Every time I spoke with my realtor, obviously, home buying was the discussion. But in the back of my mind, I couldn't stop thinking about what was destined to happen for our St. Louis hockey team. If only there were a realtor who could have walked me through the process, held my hand when needed, but was there to be a sounding board when I wanted to complain about a certain hand pass goal. Let realtor Mike Burgoyne with Real Brokerage be that for you. He'll have your needs top of 
of mind as he skates you through the home buying or selling process, dangling you past any obstacles, and assisting on all your home goals. Check out strikewithmike.com for more information or give him a call directly at 314-753-4060. That's Mike Burgoyne with Real Brokerage at strikewithmike.com and that number again is 314-753-4060. Don't forget to tell Mike that Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And now, back to Let's Go Blues Radio. The longest running St. Louis Blues podcast with Price, Ponder, and Day. And we are back from break, and now I'm joined by producer Austin. Uh, He's going to come on and uh, he's going to help me out with uh, the reveals here for our one and two center of the St. Louis Blues all-time team. But before we get into that, Mr. Lynch, how has your summer been? It's been very nice, very, very relaxing. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of work, a lot of working, and just got back yesterday from Gulf Shores, so it's pretty Gulf nice. Gulf Shores, nice. Relaxing. Did you stay in a house in a hotel? Where'd you guys stay? Uh, we act well. It's technically Gulf Shores, but we were down in Fort Morgan. We got a house with like ten other of my family members, so it was nice. Oh. So yep. it was a very long and loud week. I think that is I, – I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that is the closest beach to St. Louis is Gulf Shores. So I feel like when you go down there, you see, like, Cardinals hats and blue shirts. Like, Lots not, of I don't want to say regularly, but, like, you do see them a lot of, like, you go into, like, a Walmart or something. Yes, that is yeah. – that's a huge destination for St. Louisans. Yeah. Or just anyone in Missouri. There were so many places. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I remember we saw like a like a group of people all wearing Chiefs gear, and and I was like, "Huh, this is probably the closest for Kansas City too." So, could be wrong on yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a geography major, unless you're counting Osage Beach. Yeah, that's up there too. The Goat Beach, or um, oh, what's the one? Uh, Pontoon Beach, in <laughs> Illinois. You're <laughs> not. Uh, side note, my dad did like, like he was like a regional director for, for what he did. And a lot of times he would go to pontoon beach and he would tell us like, Oh, I got to go to pontoon beach tomorrow. And we would always be like, I, in my mind, I'm thinking dad gets to go to a beach tomorrow for work. That's amazing. <laughs> then I found out pontoon beach is just a town, and water. tiny, yeah, nothing. And I'm like, Oh, well, okay. That, that makes way more sense. Like dad, dad's <laughs> traveling to a beach today. That's crazy. I was 23 when I thought that. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm okay. Bad okay. Joke. No, I was gonna. Well, I'd believe it honestly. <laughs> I was probably six. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it, Austin. We're gonna reveal our 35 year team. Oh, I'm sorry, the 35 year team, the all time team. Uh, expanding upon that 35 uh, 35th anniversary team. Um, but we we're going to reveal the first two spots here at center. So on that 35th anniversary team, we had Bernie Federko, Adam Oates, Gary Unger, and Red Berenson. And I'll tell you, Austin, when I was looking through and kind of, you know, t- debating, okay, who's going to make the team? Who do I think is going to do? I looked at center and I'm like, that is probably the oldest position <laughs> that we have on the on the 35th anniversary team. So I'm like, this could completely swing a completely different direction with a lot of more newer faces because the last guy to play for the blues of that list was Adam Oates. And that was 92. Yeah. So yeah, this is an older now Bernie Federico's 
clearly still around the Blues organization, but some older names to be sure. So the Twitter polls have been interesting to watch. Uh, but we will reveal our first here, and uh, no surprise at all. Um, I don't think anybody would have guessed anything different. Uh, Bernie Federko takes the number one spot. He is a hockey Hall of Famer. He's a Blues Hall of Famer, as his number 24 retired up in the rafters. Uh, so Bernie's career, he had two All-Star games, both with the Blues, played with the Blues, and uh, unfortunately the Red Wings. Um We'll talk more about that in a minute, but uh, never won any major awards, uh, which is unfortunate because you look at the surefire guys that that make this team, Brett Hall, uh, Al McKinnis, Chris Pronger, they all have major hardware with them, um, some of them even Stanley Cups. Um, but, you know, like nothing here for Bernie Federko. Um, but, you know, and you think about the era he played in, he played when, right when Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Mike Bossy, Guy Lafleur, Marcel Dion, Peter Stastny, all these guys that played in his era um, just completely overshadowed him. I think of like a Peter Bondra in the late 90s, you know, a guy who was a, an all-star, a supreme talent, but because he was playing in a time where there was Yamir Yager in the league and uh, Pavel Bore, it was like nobody thought about him. It's the same here with, with Bernie. Uh, so some of the seasons that while Federko and Gretzky were both playing, here's some of the seasons that Gretzky put together while Federko <laughs> was in the NHL. In 81-82, he had 212 points. Uh, in 82-83, real slacker, didn't reach 200. Uh, he had 196 points. Uh, 83-84, 205 points. 84-85, 208 points. And then 85-86, the record. 215 points that's just a five-year span of what was in Bernie Federko's career so this is the kind of talent he was going up against uh, on the ice and then also going up against in terms of trying to become an uh like a supreme talent in the NHL so that just gives you a glimpse into the era of hockey that Bernie Federko played in uh his best season is a St. Louis Blue came in 1983-84 79 games played, 41 goals, 66 assists, and 107 points. Uh, some of his stats are just staggering, like we talked about with Brett Hall a couple weeks ago. Uh, so his stats with the St. Louis franchise, he's number one in games played with 927. Uh, and, and I'll add real quick, uh, I did not know this until I looked this up. He played exactly 1,000 games in the NHL. And it's like, because wow. he, he had that last season, 73 games with, with Detroit. And I'm like, if only he could have stayed one more year, he would have been played a thousand games as a St. Louis blue. So unfortunate, but either way. Uh, so number one in games played number two in goals at 352, number one in assists at 721. And a note on that second place is Brett Hall with 409. So he had more than 300 assists than the second place player in franchise history. Number one in points with 1,073. Number two in even strength goals at 233. Number two in power play goals with 117. Tied for fourth in game-winning goals with 40. Number five in shots on goal with 1,966. And number two in hat tricks with 11. Uh, he finished his career with 1,000 games played, 369 games, I'm sorry, goals, 761 assists, 1,130 points. Uh, he did have that one last season with Detroit, 
but the rest was with the Blues. And even in his last year in Detroit, he still put up 57 points, which mm-hmm. is not bad, um, even in that era. So, um, Bernie Federico is uh, is your clear cut number one center in Blues history. Um, I always and, and what I want to talk about here, real quick, with the Red Wings, uh, Austin. I, I think you've heard this story, but I don't know. This is what makes me absolutely love Bernie Federico. Um, he gets traded to the Red Wings, which, by the way, that is a uh, trade that brought Adam Oates to the St. Louis Blues. And <laughs> he plays one year in Detroit and retires. And uh, I believe, I, I tried to find an exact quote, but I believe he was even interviewed at one point, and he said, I wasn't going to play for the Red Wings. And it was just like, I'll I'll go there because that's in my contract, you know, that I have to play. But my contract's up now. So I'm not resigning. I'm done. I'm retiring. And that's a blue through and through, not wanting to play for the Red Wings. So uh, <laughs> respect him on that. But, uh, you know, we see him again. He's he's an ambassador for the Blues. We see him everywhere. He's a friend of the show. We've had him on Let's Go Blues Radio before. Um, very nice guy. Uh, you see him out. He will always be willing to sit down and talk Blues with you. Uh, so any have you ever had any interactions with Bernie before, Austin? I have not. No. I ha- I've only had three interactions with three former Blues, and it was Brett Hall, Chris Pronger, and Bobby. Man, that's a pretty good list. It is. <laughs> it is. Well, I know I know if Kurt and Bill were here, they would they would mention that uh one of their favorite nights ever was uh we went to Federico's book signing for my blues mm-hmm. note. And um uh, we all just were hanging out, having beer. It was at now the uh, the defunct uh, Kirkwood Kirkwood Brew House, I believe is what it was called, or Kirk, Kirkwood Brewery, whatever it was. And uh, the show ends, people start piling out, and I see Rutherford, and I'm like, hey, I was like, we're going to hang out for a little bit if you want to come over and have a beer. He's like, yeah, sure. So he comes over, and then Bernie just follows him and sits down and just hangs out with us for like an hour and a half. And just tell all these stories about playing with Brian Sutter and playing for certain coaches and, you know, how it was like playing under the Ralston Perimo regime. Um, it and, and Bill and Kurt both said, like, this is the best night of my life. This is incredible. So, um, yeah, he's just one of those guys that if you ever see him out, he is more than willing to sit and have a beer with you and talk mm-hmm. hockey, talk blues with you. Um, but overall, uh, Austin, this guy... <laughs> we went through the list of, of stats, number one and number two and pretty much everything. It was him and Brett Hall that were fighting for every offensive category. Uh, and he he was just phenomenal. And, and, and the thing that I think that a lot of people maybe not realize is it was his vision that was so good. He could just see a player wide open and would feed a perfect pass on the tape or he would have a position where the Blues would be hemmed in their own zone. Their defense would get the puck finally, and you would just see Bernie in the perfect spot waiting for a pass to, to either lead the breakout or be part of the breakout. Um, he was just a guy that read the game, and, and you hear it in, in his commentary sometimes too when he talks about um, guys on the breakout and guys swinging up the wing and um, you know taking the puck behind the net and getting a play started. Like You hear it when he talks about it, but when you saw him do it, um, and I'll say I, he was before my time as well, but I have seen a ton 
of uh, games of him in his prime just on on VHS tape and all that, <laughs> YouTube now. Um, it, he was an incredible talent, and uh, I think very deserving of the number one spot here uh, as the the Blues' leading center of all time. Uh, so uh, after Bernie on that 35-year team, we had the guy he was traded for, Adam Oates. And uh, let's see, does Adam Oates make it? Gary Unger, Red Berenson? Uh, no, it is not Man. any of those guys. It is Mr. Former Captain Ryan O'Reilly. He uh, he jumps up into this spot. Uh, he had He's had three all-star games in his career, and remember, he is still playing, so we'll see if he makes another. But two of those were with the Blues. Uh, his best season as a Blue was actually his first uh, 2018-19, 82 games played, 28 goals, 49 assists for 77 points. In that season, he won the Frank J. Selke uh, Trophy for Best Defensive Forward uh, and a 2019 Conn Smythe winner. He was also a finalist uh, for the um, uh, Lady Bing as well. Uh, so he had a monster year, obviously, in the playoffs especially. But uh, in uh, 26 games played of the playoffs, uh, he had eight goals, 15 assists, and 23 points in the cup year. Uh, he led the league in points, actually, uh, and he scored the first goal of game seven of uh, the Stanley Cup Finals well, which is cemented into our hearts as Blues fans. Uh, his Blues stats, he ended the, his Blues career with 327 games played, 97 goals, 172 assists, 269 points, and a plus 46. Um, did I... Do I have that marked as? Did I have still a free yeah. agent right now? Yeah, Do I have that in the notes. Oops, that is outdated. Uh, he is yeah, now is. a Nashville Predator. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I you know, I said last week, and I don't know if you listened, Austin, but like I was flabbergasted, swashbuckled, uh, speckledorfed, as SpongeBob SquarePants would say. <laughs> um, I that TJ Oshie made the team. And I, I'll admit, a lot of my argument was stats. I'm like, come on. He just, compared to a Wayne Babich and a Joey Mullen, no way TJ Oshie belongs even close to sniffing this team. And I thought, and I'll say, I was never really a big TJ Oshie fan either when he was here. I love the shootout stuff, don't get me wrong. But outside of that, I was not a big fan. Now you're probably thinking... Jeff's going to say some similar things about Ryan O'Reilly being in this spot because his career here was not that long. <laughs> but, man, I hate to, to just stick it on this. He's the first Conn Smythe winner in Blues history. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, he was not the captain, but he was a pretty important piece. I mean, he literally was the piece that, that Doug Armstrong brought in at uh, the summer before. And... He was, to me, and, and I know I could probably go back and maybe I'd have a different opinion, but to me, he was the best Blue all season because when the Blues were awful, he still looked damn good. He was skating his ass off. He was, you know, had different line mates every night, but he was still making it work. Um, I always go back to, and I think you even had it in the highlight reel when he left Austin, the goal that he scored against Toronto uh, to give the Blues their franchise record in, in a winning streak at 11. Um, he, he was a one man show. And that just to me boils down to who Ryan Riley, Ryan O'Reilly is as a player, as a leader, stealing the puck on a pass, coming in, 
and then taking a shot and just making the goalie look stupid. Uh, drawing a blank on who Toronto's goalie was in that game. but uh, Probably Samsonov. No, it wasn't Probably. Samsonov because he wasn't there yet. Was it uh, Freddie Anderson then? That might have been Freddie Anderson. You might be okay. right on that. Either way, um, so just an absolutely amazing talent. And again, I was sad to see that he did not resign here. I would have loved to have seen him continue his Blues legacy. But um, yeah, I, I know there's going to be people who say, you know, how is Adam Oates not there? Well, Adam Oates also had a pretty short career uh, with the Blues. And I know that uh, Gary Unger and Red Berenson are very deserving guys. And then we got other guys in the list we'll talk about here too. But I have no problem with Ryan O'Reilly taking this number two spot because he was such an important part of this team, not only getting their first cup, but the excitement after. He was the guy that was going to lead them to another cup after Petrangelo left. So uh, that didn't happen, clearly. But now he's a predator, so that 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 is painful. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. Your thoughts? You've seen Ryan O'Reilly play plenty. I mean, uh, you think he belongs here at uh, on the Blues all-time team? I think um, kind of like with Oshie, I think it's more of a fan favoritism thing more than a stats thing is looking at, I guess, maybe like just – I think personally, when I put my team together, I just put all the players that I watched, and he was on my list. So, I mean – I mean, he was one of the big pieces that brought us that cup in 2019, like you had said. But, I mean, I think he deserves it. But also, I'm 19, so what the fuck do I know? <laughs> hey, well, I'm 37. <laughs> I'm, I'm, 38. I'm 38. Holy shit. Am Sorry. I? Yeah, I'm 38. Are okay. you? No. <laughs> yes, I think, I, Are you sure? When I, hit, when I hit, like, 30, I stopped keeping count. I didn't even care. I was like, it's not important anymore. <laughs> But no, did you get, I uh, did you get hit earlier. I might have. Yeah. I'm, oh, <laughs> God, we lost too. The other team was very shorthanded, and we lost. Oh, <laughs> I played hockey earlier today. That's what Austin's talking to me about. But anyway, so Ryan O'Reilly, I'm okay with it. I think this is a great pickup. Or a great pickup. Uh, this is a great pick for uh, the the panel and for the Twitter polls. Um, I just think his impact in the short time he was here really was that important. And so I'm, I'm more than okay. We'll see how the rest of this, this panel or this, uh, the poll works out when we reveal, uh, number three and four next week. But, uh, right now. Yeah. Uh, Federico O'Reilly to me, that's a slam dunk. Yeah. Uh, the panelist rankings. We'll see how do, how do we rate these? So, uh, when we first submitted the, uh, rankings out to the Twitter polls. Number one was Bernie Federko. Number two was Ryan O'Reilly. So we picked it exactly as, as we thought it should. Uh, this is where it gets interesting after this, though. Uh, the panel put number three, Adam Oates. Number four, Red Berenson. Number five, Pierre Turgeon. Number six, Gary Unger. Number seven, Braden Shen. And number eight, Doug Gilmore. Um, so who's left? That leaves Oates, Berenson, Turjan, Unger, Shen, and Gilmore. Um, I'll say the Twitter polls, I, I, I don't want to say for certain, but they are more they are much closer uh in terms of votes than I think we've seen in any other position. So again, that list that we just went off, there's a lot of damn good talent here. Uh so I think that 
it really could come down to a couple a vote or two that's going to put three and four uh, on this team. But definitely interesting to see, um, you know, Adam Oates, does he make the team? Because, again, the, the team that was on that 35-year team, those guys were all older. Uh, and, and, you know, there was nobody on that team that was, like, playing on the Blues at the time. So when I looked at that, I thought, man, this is going to be really interesting to see if those older guys – still get the votes uh, with all the other faces like the O'Reilly's, the Shens, even the Turgeons uh, that, that have played recently. So uh, right now O'Reilly has taken one of those guys off the team. So we'll see if that continues. That trend continues uh, when we reveal the next two centers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, currently uh, we are running our first goalie poll. Uh, so if you jump over to Twitter, you'll see that, uh, not right now, Austin, it is not actually up yet for us, but when this episode releases, it will be, Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, Tuesday afternoon of next week will be the last day for the only goalie poll. So, uh, keep in mind folks that we have one goalie poll and one coach poll. So when Mm -hmm. these polls go out, there's no, well, let's see who's on the next one and I'll make a vote. You're only getting one. So vote for your goalie, which one you want. Uh, I actually don't have who's on that list yet uh, as at the time of this recording because I'm still waiting on some panelist votes to come in. <laughs> but other than that, um, I do know that it'll have Curtis Joseph and right, Glenn Hall. Uh, they were on the 35-year team. So Bennington, Fjord, uh, Liut. Yeah, there's plenty of names. that Brian Elliott. There. Brian Elliott, Jake <laughs> Allen. Uh Roman Turek? No, that's not going to happen. No. Nope. Uh, Pat Jablonski. There was, there's one thing that we love to do on this show is just name random Blues goalies. So Yaroslav uh, Halak. Yes, you could do that. Chris Mason. We'll, we'll see who makes it. Um, Reinhard Divas. Chris uh, All right, so remember, on Twitter, and uh, it, this is shared on Twitter, this poll, uh, and there will also be a link shared on Facebook that leads you directly to the poll. So make sure you comment on either of those, uh, why you voted the way you did or why you didn't vote for someone. And you could have your comment featured on the show and you could win a prize. Uh, we did not have a giveaway last for this episode, but we will do one for the next one. I don't, yeah, I don't have what I was going to give away in front of me and I'm not going to go get it. So uh, <laughs> I will put that up on Twitter that that will be the next giveaway. So make sure you just look out for that. I'll put it on the LGB radio page. But uh, all right, Austin, we have got yeah. Bernie Federko and Ryan O'Reilly as your one and two centers. Um, I think that is a great picks from the yeah. Twitter polls and from the panels. Um, very deserving. And we have almost like goalie. We've had a lot of centers come through with this team um, and a lot of guys just don't stick around long. And, and I think that's another reason why I'm more than OK with O'Reilly being on this team. But man, that guy was so vital to the Blues getting their first cup. So I think it was a shoe-in he was going to make it here. Should have been Sunquist. Maybe when it's all said and done, <laughs> Sunquist would be the greatest Blues center of all yep. time. <laughs> and, of course, Bernie is the most deserving. Uh, he's right there with Bob Plager and even, a, well, his old, his old line mate, Brian Sutter, um, had to be on this team. A number one is definitely where he belongs. Well, I think that will do it for uh, this segment. So, uh, Austin, thank you very much for joining me. I 
Hope you had a great vacation in Gulf Shores. I am off to Myrtle Beach, which is why this episode is not live. So when this when this episode airs, I will be in uh, one of the Carolinas because we're making a stop in Charlotte as well. So, I thought you just didn't know which one Myrtle was in. Myrtle's in South, right? And Charlotte's in North? Yes. I think that's correct. Wow. Um, I feel like you yeah. should definitely know this. I feel like you should know this because you are more fresh from high school. Oh, shut up. That is <laughs> not how we are working this. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm going to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep, I'm right. And Myrtle is in South. So, yes, I will be in one of those areas uh, when this episode airs. Well, thanks again to Austin for coming on and providing the little commentary he did. Uh, since again, this was pre recorded and kind of me wanting to get something out this week, uh, it was kind of hard to find somebody uh, who could do it. So Austin stepped in for me. Um, he said before his blues history knowledge is not the best, which is fine. You know, hey, he's a blues fan. That's all I ask. Even if we, I even welcome bandwagoners. Um, I just love anybody who wants to watch the sport, get to know it better. And uh, so I appreciate Austin stepping in and kind of being my sounding board as I talked about uh, Mr. Federko and Mr. uh, O'Reilly making the team. Because uh, even though I know he didn't say much, it's nice to have somebody that you can talk to rather than just looking into a camera and talking the whole time. Uh, So, again, next week we will reveal the next two centers on the all-time team. We'll see if uh, those names that uh, that we mentioned earlier, if any of them make it, if uh, it's a surprise. uh, You know, does Braden Shen make it on this team? Does Glenn Metropolitan find his way on the team? Uh, We'll find out next week. Uh, So thanks for tuning in. uh, But that will do it for this week's episode. Uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by RockinThatIDLife.com because it takes one step to beginning your new health journey. Take that step today and visit RockinThatIDLife.com for more information. That's RockinThatIDLife.com and get 10% off by emailing Dustin at RockinThatIDLife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And by Mike Burgoyne from Real Brokerage Realty. Visit strikewithmike.com today for all your home buying and selling needs. That's strikewithmike.com. And by Center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's tasty hockey-themed beer. Check out centericebrewery.com and navigate to their Where to Find Us page for availability. That's Center Ice Brewery Beer. Please drink responsibly. That will do it for episode 13 of season 12 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great week, everyone. For Kurt Price, Bill Day, and producer Austin, I'm Jeff Ponder, and I will talk with you next week. This was Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. I'm off to the beach. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. (laughs) You thought I was going to say, son of a bitch, didn't you?